What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Rena Zaharov. Every week, I'm coming at you with the tools you need to elevate your influence and build your online business. And it all comes from my real life experiences, from underdog to undeniable success. This is the Become Shatterproof podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm really, really excited to bring a very positive and inspiring message to you today. And I'm excited to bring on a very special person in my life, Miss Sarah Glover. And I'm just going to wait for her to hop on. And once she does, I will be able to invite her. We're going to do a dual live together. Oh, I got to put my headphones on just a sec. What's going on, Shay? Nice to see you here. As soon as I see Sarah, I will bring her on live and we will do this. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing all right. I know there's a lot going on in the world right now and... Um, you know, it's, it's important, especially now that we stay really connected as a community and, you know, continue to spread a lot of positivity and light. It's just really important right now. Um, I don't see Sarah. I've tagged her, but let me just see if I can bring her in. Hang on. Invite Sarah. Let's see. going on here where is she oh there she is approved okay says it's adding her ah did we do it hello yay okay do we have an echo or are we cool i think we're good okay hey everyone can you hear us okay let let me know in the comments all right, this is going to be an incredible conversation with a powerhouse, amazing woman we have on here. I, I guess we're both considered millennials, right? Avi loves to tell me, he's like, you're still a millennial. Are we both millennials? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think we both are. I'm going to stay with that. So welcome, everybody. Uh, I want to introduce you to Sarah Glover. She is, uh, first and foremost, a really good friend of mine. We go back all the way to 2013, I think, is when it all began, this, this amazing journey that we're on. I'm just going to take one of these out so I can hear myself. Um, <laughs> and we are both um, very passionate about helping people in their life, in their business, with their health goals, with their finances. And we've both partnered twice with a certain company and we're partners again in the company that we're currently with. And we have had such a history and such a journey. And I want you guys to hear Sarah's journey because, I mean, she's just really, really inspiring. She's gone through so much, um, you know, personally and professionally and has really rose to the occasion and stood up and, and has really broken through a lot of barriers. So, Sarah, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yay. 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 Okay. So I want to kind of take you guys back. So we're going to just kind of banter back and forth. 
but uh, I want Shara, Shara, I want Sarah to share um, before we get into any kind of question about, you know, our journeys and, and where things have been and where they are. I'd love for you, Sarah, to just share your story with everybody and, you know, what you did before you got involved in the online business world and before this became a passion of yours. Uh, so t take us back pre-business, pre-network marketing, pre-online. Okay, amazing. Hi, everyone. So I have always been in like restaurant industry, management, hospitality, event planning. I always thought that I want to be a wedding planner. That was my dream job. I wanted to do wedding planning. I want to do like corporate events, high-end events. And that's what I was pursuing. And it seemed like the more I worked, the more in debt I became. And I was working crazy hours. I was working 60 plus hour work weeks. I was working um, like sometimes up to seven days a week, crazy hours, like 12 hour days. And I was exhausted. I was burnt out and I had nothing to show for it. I had no money. I had so much debt. And uh, when I was in my later years of university, I was offered to go on a mission trip to Tijuana to build a house for a family at Christmas. And it completely, completely rocked my world and changed my life. And it was just an incredible experience. I'd never seen anything like that. I'd never done anything like that. And I knew in that moment that that's what I wanted to give my life to. I wanted to help people. I wanted to give back. I wanted to make an income. I wanted to have crazy amounts of money, but not for myself. Like I live in a cottage shack right now and I'm the happiest I could ever be. I've bought an RV and I'm going to live in an RV going across America and it's like tiny and I'm going to be so happy. Like I'm, I'm a quite, I'm a very simple person, but I want to be very successful because I want to give back in a massive, massive way. And so in a span of two years, I went to Mexico, Haiti, Nepal, Mexico, Haiti, Panama, and back to Mexico for a third time, all doing volunteer work. Like, um, for example, for Haiti, uh, a couple friends and I, we raised $70,000 and we went to Haiti and bought $70,000 worth of rice and we fed uh, the homeless and things like that, right? So uh, it absolutely rocked my world. And so I decided that I was going to need time and I was going to need money, both of which I didn't have any of. And I knew I was going to have to make a change. I knew I was going to have to do something different than what I was doing, because obviously what I was doing up to that point wasn't working. I wasn't getting ahead. I wasn't getting out of debt. And my future wasn't looking super bright. So I knew I had to make a change. And that's when network marketing came along. Okay, so when you so okay, a lot of people will see somebody when they're in their winning journey, right? So a lot of people that know you now, they see the Sarah of today, they see the person who just hit a top rank in her network marketing company, they see an online branding coach, they see someone who's super confident. Can you share exactly where you were in 2013, when that very first person introduced you to network marketing? Like, who were you then? What was your mindset like then? Share a little bit about that. Yeah. So if you're watching Nell, shout out to Nell. Um, I was working in a restaurant and this girl approached me and said, listen, like join this business with me. I'll front you the money because I know you don't have any. And so she fronted me $1,500 and she was like, we're going to be millionaires. We're going to live on a beach and life is going to be great. And I was like, okay, sign me up. 
Um, and then she quit the business. And the person above her quit the business. And it was just me. And I was like, what the heck did I just do? <laughs> and I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing. I did no research. I joined the very first company that came across my path. I'd never really heard of this industry before. I'd never really heard of network marketing. I kind of had like an idea, but it wasn't any good one. Um, it was like all the things you'd think if you don't know about it and you're not educated. And I jumped in because I'm motivated by community and friendship and connections with people. Like that's a big part of what motivates me. And so I jumped in and shortly after I was convinced to go to my first conference because it just happened to be a few hours away from where I lived. And I think if I didn't go to that conference, I probably wouldn't have even stayed in the business. But again, I'm motivated by community and people. And I saw so many and this is gonna sound so ridiculous that this is what convinced me but I saw so many beautiful, successful looking women who were dressed nice, they look awesome, they look nice. And I was like, wow, if all these people are doing this business, like, this is not for losers. <laughs> these are like, awesome boss women who are doing this kind of business which totally opened my eyes. Cause again, I was just completely uneducated and I was like, okay, I want to be like that. I want to do this. And I was super inspired by just the type of people that were in this auditorium. And I decided I was going to give this a go. But again, I knew nothing. I was afraid I was scared and entered in arena because she was a couple levels up from me. And we met at a Jack Astor's. And she told me that she was going to take me under her wing, but she did tell me that she wouldn't really take me seriously until I was in the business for a year. Did I say that? And so I was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll show you. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and that's probably what motivated me to stay, to be honest. Prove her wrong. <laughs> I want to challenge you. Yeah. Well, isn't it funny because, you know, now today, all these years later, so I still say that to people because, you know, sometimes <laughs> people will join and in their second month of their very first experience, they'll tell me how hard it is. And I will tell them, message me in a year. And if you're still here, we'll talk about it. But until then, we can't really have a discussion about it because you have to give yourself time. And I think you're a great testament to that because... Where were you one year in to that first journey? Did you have a lot of work to still do? <laughs> um, so why don't we fast forward even faster? Three and a half years. All in. right, let's do that. <laughs> I, uh, I had never promoted anyone on my team. I only had a team of five, one of which was my boyfriend. I had to beg him to do the business with me. And I paid <laughs> you had for to pay for to his start well. kit, yeah. And all his <laughs> monthly orders and everything. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm no longer with him, obviously. <laughs> and, um, I only promoted once and it was because I bought my own promotion and I spent in one month. Well, actually it was over three months cause you had three months to reach the first level. I spent $6,000 of my own money and I didn't have 1500 to start the business. So you can imagine that 90 days later, I didn't suddenly have 6,000 either. Um, but I wanted that promotion so bad. And it was kind of like, kind of like what I was encouraged to do. But, um, but yeah, so I was even more in debt in three and a half years. And I was like, Whew, I need to figure something out. I either need to find a different business model or something that works for me better. 
or this industry doesn't work and I need to get a better job because I need to figure out a new dream for my life. Cause obviously I'm not going to be traveling the world and helping people. I'm going to be working at a desk job, right. grinding to make money. So uh, it was kind of like a cross in the road moment where I had to really decide what I wanted. If I wanted to give this another shot, if it was worth giving it another shot. Um, my, my belief in myself was through the gutter. Cause after three and a half years, like um, I didn't just spend 6,000 in 90 days. I spent, probably 30,000 in three and a half years. Um, and so I was not in a good place. I really didn't have belief in myself. And, um, but I still had a belief in the industry. I still believed in what was possible. And I looked at people who were successful and I was like, I had this thought, like if it worked for other people, why can't this work for me? Uh, and I yeah, think we, and I think we have to really like, you bring up a really important point and I think we're, this is where some real talk is going to come in because there's a lot of um, blanket statements made in everything not just network marketing in life right people yeah. make blanket statements like this person is like this and this bit company is like this and in the network marketing space there's a lot of blanket statements made where sometimes people will stay in an environment that isn't serving them because of a blanket statement. So what I mean by that, I'll give you some kind of clear cut examples is, you know, I know both Sarah and I were in the same company, I happened to leave that business first, before Sarah did. But when I when I left, it was a really challenging time. Because not only was I leaving a team that like that was a really hard I, I know you remember that that was very, very, very difficult. That decision was so, so hard. And the reason I made the decision to leave was a personal decision because not all companies are created equally. Now, when I look back to that experience, I'm so grateful for that company. I have nothing but gratitude. And I'm, I'm sure you would agree, you know, you can't be super grateful for what you have unless you can compare it to something that you didn't have. And so would you agree with that? Yeah. So, you know, what would you say were, so, okay. So let me just kind of sum this up. So you, you moved on from that company because obviously you were working really, really hard. You had been there for three and a half years. You were doing all of the things. So you weren't just somebody that joined the company. You joined, you came to events, you, you shared the presentation. At that point, it was very face-to-face, -face, right? So we were, you were meeting people in coffee shops and restaurants and, you know, paying, paying for people's meals just to share the business with them. I remember we were spending so much money at that time and we were kind of selling a dream we weren't living, right? That was how it felt at that point because we were like years into this business and we were like, you can make this and you can make this. And it was like, yeah, but we're still here and we're doing this as if our life depends on it and we're not moving forward. That was kind of a similarity we had. So you yeah. switched companies, you found the company you're with now, and maybe talk a little bit about that. So how did you find the company that you're with? How did you, uh, how, did, how did that all happen? Yeah, so I moved to Australia and my business completely dwindled and fell apart. And as I said, I still had this belief in this industry, but I was like, there's got to be another way. There's got to be something that aligns with me more. Because it's just the truth is, it's not, it's not like one company is better than another. It's that different companies align with you better. And 
that one just didn't align with me. But for other people who are the top earners in that company, it aligns with them. And that's amazing. So there's no like bashing companies. There's just different ones are fit for different people in different ways. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, there's got to be like, I believe in this industry. It's endorsed by incredible people in the world. There's got to be something here. And there's got to be something that fits my life. And at the time, I had never heard of an online business model. Now it's like what everyone does. But it's crazy to think that only just like three and a half years ago, it wasn't really a thing. Mm. Facebook lives were just beginning. And it was like a totally different world just a few years ago. And so I was like, there's got to be a way for me to make money online to do what I love to do and make an income online. And I was like, maybe I can become a travel blogger and uh, one of my blogs can go become viral. And I was like, well, I don't even have a blog. So not good there. And then I was like, maybe I can become a amazing Instagrammer and one of my photos will get recognized and I'll be famous for life. And I was like, well, I can't even afford a camera. So <laughs> maybe not that. And so I was like, there's got to be a way in network marketing, like there's got to be a company. And so I started slowly doing my own research. Um, but at the same time, I was watching you. And I was seeing because obviously, I knew your story, I knew that for three and a half plus years in your previous company, you were not able to have success, you probably were one of the hardest people I've ever met in my whole life. And you were grinding every single day and not growing. But now I was kind of like out of the corner of my eye watching you. And it was like constant posts by your upline recognizing you and congratulating you on success and you were climbing the ranks and you were posting results of photo photo proof of, of the results you were having from the products and the community that you were building and I was like not wanting to believe that it was true because I was so skeptical but I was constantly seeing you have success and I was like okay there's got to be something here I've got to give this a try and as I said, my belief was absolutely in the gutter. And I remember being on the phone with you in, I was walking through uh, H&M. I remember so specifically. And I was like, okay, can you promise me I'm not going to fail? You promise? I remember You promise that. I'm not going to lose any more money? And you're like, well, I can't promise you. I'm like, well, can you promise me? Because I was just so afraid of having another outcome like I had before. And... I jumped in anyways, and I took a chance. And um, it started slow for my first six months. Nobody joined me. And I think it was really like a belief in myself issue. Uh, I was really scared to post. I was really scared to share. And I think I, like we can kind of get into a little bit more yeah. mindset, but like really mindset is everything. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I started. Oh, I, I'm a talker. So, 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 but you said something really fascinating that I heard and I, I want to bring light to it because I think it's really powerful for people listening. So you knew me, you knew my work ethic, you knew who I was as a person and you were still skeptical, even knowing the way this business works to give it another try. And yeah. so imagine what, you know, like that just makes me think about all of the people in our networks that are watching the success. They're watching. You can't deny success is energy. So when people yeah. try to fit, you know, that expression, fake it till you make it. I mean, I'm not a fan right. of that one, 
because people know when you're legit, when you're making things happen and when you're just talking shop. And so I just think that's so fascinating because you had years in the industry, you had had your experience and you still felt skepticism. And I mean, thank God you took a chance on yourself again. And I'd love to really kind of dive into that now. I'd love to talk about um, why do you feel that this experience I mean, let's just, I want to just talk a little bit about what you have created here, because I think it's, again, it's, it's showing people what's possible. So, you know, Sarah shared with you that she lost, she, she spent all thousands, these thousands and thousands of dollars in her first, um, you know, three months of the business. I always tell people it costed me to be in network marketing for my first four years. I'm not even kidding. Uh, but anyways, I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's kind of like a university degree, right? And thank God it manifested into something. But when you look at your journey and you, now you're in this position where, you know, it took you 22 months, right? I think I got that correctly. To hit 22, uh, 22 months from my last promotion. Okay. So 22 months and Sarah reached a top rank in the company and what that means for people listening is her business generates well over a million, a mil, probably closer to $2 million in, in sales volume in a, in, in a calendar year. And that is insanity. When we think about what that means, how many lives are changed because Sarah made a decision and planted her flag and went after it. She has now built a team of hundreds and hundreds of individuals. She has the most amazing team culture. She has, so, I mean, just last month, her team had 36 promote, am I saying that right? 36? Yeah. 36 yeah. people in her organization promoted. And, I, and here we, I mean, we both remember, like if one person promoted on our team in like a year, we were like, so excited, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, no one promoted on my team ever, not once. Right. And I mean, you were one of the people who promoted on my team, but you paid for your promotion. So I don't even. <laughs> so let's not even we'll, we'll just leave that on the side for a second. I don't even know where that ring is that I bought. It was a $6,000 Tiffany ring. <laughs> you bought it for your, and I don't even you know bought where it for it yourself. Is. Yeah, bought it for myself. Yeah, mine broke on vacation. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a sign. But I want you to share because it's a huge contrast, right? Here you have three years of grinding, of meetings, of living, of, of selling the dream, of working so hard, meeting after meeting after meeting, parties. And I remember some of those parties I came to of yours where your friends were not having it. Like we went through some time, some challenges. And then, yes, you had your, you had your build up here. You've had ups and downs. That's a business. But what would you say for you was the defining moment where you were like, this is different. This, this business, I could see myself creating results here. What do you think the difference maker for you was from, from your first experience to now? Yeah. So, uh, first of all, in my very first month in business, I made a thousand dollars. That was huge. And all I did was, I didn't, I didn't do a lot in my first month. Um, I shared, I followed the system, but then I kind of got cold feet. And for six months, I pulled back 
and I was, I remember it being like, why isn't it working? Why am I not having results? And you would be like, well, are you going live? Are you showing up consistently? And I would get so annoyed because I wanted it to work my way. And the truth is, if you, if you want to build this business, you have to be consistent. You have to show up and you're going to have to get out of your own comfort zone. And I, I wanted to do it without going live. I wanted to do it without showing my face because I was shy and I was nervous. And after six months of not really seeing results, I had one great month when I started because I think people were just like super curious because suddenly I had done one live video and it was like a lot of attention. I got a lot of views on that video. People were curious, but then it stopped. And I realized it was six months later. So I joined April 11th at the beginning of October. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this all out. I'm going to do a 90 day video run, even though I'm going to pee my pants and I'm terrified. And this is either going to work for me and I'm going to create results in the next 90 days, or I I'm quitting and I'm going to do something else yeah. because I, I can't keep playing this kind of like wishy-washy one foot in one foot out, hoping for results. Like it's like very exhausting trying to build that way yeah. where you're kind of in kind of out kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like, that's not going to lead to success and it's quite exhausting. And so I decided I was going to do a 90 day video run where I was going to show up every day for 90 days. And in 90 days, my business exploded. I went from, first of all, I, I wasn't really active on social media when I started my online social media business. I had no support from my friends and family. I had zero followers. I didn't even know how to enable the follower button on my Facebook. I had to watch like three YouTube videos. I didn't even own a computer. I only built it for my little iPhone 6. And I had never done a live video. I never had any intention of ever doing anything like that ever. And I only had 300 friends. And in 90 days, I had built up my followers to over a thousand. I had hundreds of friend requests and people started joining my business every single month. And I realized like, okay, there's something different here. People are really attracted to the online model. Now it's like most people are online, which is awesome because it's the only way to build. Um, but it wasn't at the time. And the system was so simple, not complicated, three steps, everyone can do it. There was daily pay, like everything was just in line. And I realized if I can create this in 90 days, what can I create in nine years? And so I decided that I wasn't ever going to stop being consistent. And I don't think I've stopped posting for one single day since that October. Uh, and it's now been a total of this past April was three years that I had been in the business. So uh, three and a half years and creating absolutely nothing. No one joined my business. Um, no one ever promoted to now three years in another business. I have more people on my team than I can count. I have more promotions than I could ever keep track of. And uh, we're really, really winning. And my team is winning and we're having success. And I remember that time when you made that decision and that you were traveling internationally and some days you would have no internet and you would do a pre-recorded video just so you could get your video out there. I remember yeah. that. And, and it gives me goosebumps because that was the turning point for you when you started to really show up. And mm -hmm. it's so, I think your story is so inspiring because you didn't come into network marketing as an influencer. You didn't come into network marketing with a follower following. 
You had no. no business background. You came from a hospitality profession where you were a very hard worker. I mean, I remember you were working 16 hour days when you were, you just took on the shifts. Like it was like, Sarah will do it. Sarah will do it. You just showed up. Yeah. And then you got here and it was like, Oh, like you, we get frozen because it's like, it's, it feels so scary. And I think for you, correct me if I'm wrong, but as you started to see wins, your belief in yourself started to grow and then you started to have more wins and then your belief in the company and the profession in the model in the vehicle, it starts to grow. So can you just share a little bit about that? Because I think you are really, really great at painting the picture of mindset and how it either paralyzes you or propels you. So if you want to just kind of we'll yeah. hone it in on that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, as I said, I started in April. I was having lots of wins. I was growing. I was having success. And I hit a level to me, to me, 10,000 a month was like mind blowing. And that was like incredible because in my first company, I never got anywhere close to that. Right. So I remember in my first few months, I, I surpassed that level and I was just so excited. And I, I had some great wins early on. And I remember when I signed up my first like rock star business partner, like gun. And honestly, I freaked out because I was like, this is where the level of my mindset was. I was like, oh my gosh, if she finds out who I really am, she's going to want to quit because I'm a nobody and she's amazing. Like she's leaving a team doing triple the volume that I do to come and join me because she thinks the way I'm showing up is inspiring and the way I'm doing lives every day is inspiring. And I totally got paralyzed and that began my crazy mindset journey where things really started to trigger me and like hit buttons that I didn't even know were there. And I realized now I realize at the time I didn't know what was happening to me, but I realized that my self worth and my self image was so, 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 so low. And I honestly, like it was the greatest gift and the greatest cursing at the same time. Greatest gift. Cause who doesn't want to sign up an absolute rock star who doubles your business volume in one month, right? I went from doing 12,000 to 25 in one month uh, because of this rock star, which is like one could only dream of that. And yet I was jealous. I was comparing myself. I was discouraged. I was so fearful, like so fearful. I was so afraid that she would find out who she joined and quit and I would lose everything. And that went on a lot longer than I'd like to admit but I started working through it and started working through it. And then I got to another roadblock where I was signing up people like crazy and they were doing nothing. And so now I started building up this story, which is crazy because we just build stories that aren't even truth. I don't know why we do it, but I started to build this story that that one rock star was just, I just got lucky. And that my norm is that I don't sign up good people. And that if I do sign up someone good, it's luck. And I only sign up people who end up quitting the business or they sign up and do nothing. And I remember so many times, I said it to Rena so many times. 
And I wasn't trying to make it my confession. I was just stating the fact. It was a fact to me. I was like, I sign up probably more people than anybody on this team. I'm signing up like consistently four to six people plus every month. And my numbers aren't going up. So it began to be my belief. And I want you to know, whatever you're saying, I don't care if it's your reality, whatever you're saying will be your reality, yeah. whether you like it or not. So you want to look at yourself. And, and this was a super eye-opening moment. I read this post and, and it, was, it said, this is what you need to say after everything you say. You need to say, that's my, that's my confession. It's just the way I want it. So then I started to think, wow, how many times have I said to Rena, I only sign up duds. That's my confession. It's just the way I want it. And so I'd like to say that it was a very quick transformation, but it took a lot of time. Maybe I'll see if you want to say anything in there. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's really fascinating that, you know, again, sometimes people will look at, and, I, and people are saying in the comment, thank you for, in the comments, thank you for being so real. Thank you for sharing. Because again, there's so much hype in network marketing. There really is. And it's, it's one of our missions as a team is to just keep it real for people. So you yeah. actually are less shocked by the lack of success that you have for the first couple of years, because that's actually the norm. And, and when people come into this business, guns blazing, they either are being rewarded for the work that they did for years prior, right? Like sometimes yeah. you'll see somebody come into your company and we've all gone through this, right? Where they'll, yeah. you've been in the company for two, three, four, five, eight years. They come in, they've been there for three months and they're at the top rank. And you literally are comparing yourself to their 10 year backstory. And people do it with me all the time. They'll say, I wish I had your confidence. And I said, listen, after 799 live videos, I should sure hope I have some confidence. I didn't start out that way, though. I used to have no. big old sweat marks. And I would literally be dripping. My body would be soaked because I'd be so nervous. And I'd be looking to the floor like I wouldn't look straight. Like I look at some of my old videos and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so true what they say, right? If you're first live was good. You waited too long. And our live videos, like we were not the same people we are today. Yeah. And so I just, I really honor you for, for sharing that because I think people have to align their expectations with reality. And if you yeah. look at, you know, I remember being a barista at a second cup coffee shop when I was a teenager and the family that started this franchise, they, t I remember them saying it will take them five years to get into the green. And that never left me. I was literally like 16 or 17 years old. And somehow people join this profession. They're like, it's been three weeks and nobody's saying they want to look. And it's just, it's so refreshing to hear your journey and your perspective and your honesty and your real talk because people truly need it. People need more of the truth, more of, of the real talk. And so... Let's kind of close in on um, like something fun. Um, I would love to hear what has been, what has made you like the most, so you've been in your company now for, for two years, is it? 
to just that closer, to, closer three. to three. Okay. So you've been in your company for closer to three years in these last three years, what has been, what have been some of the most fun memories and experiences you, you have? Like, I want people to see not just we're, that we're business, business, business. I want people to see the other side of what we do and, and just a different per perception. You're a very, uh, you paint the picture so awesome. So what are some of the things that have really stood out to you in this company in this last three years for you? Some moments. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. I think that we, we have a really special family where it's, and it, it's kind of like, it's something you feel. And so it's kind of hard to put it into words. It's like what just happened where the team all linked arms and we hit the top rank on the 29th, two days early and absolutely crushed the month. And it's like, it's like everyone just worked as one. One person's going for their goal. Like I'm one person on the whole team and everyone linked arms in the most incredible way and it became it was like it was every single person's goal it wasn't just my goal everyone took it on and it's really hard to kind of put into words how humbling and how incredible it is because the truth is like like people have to like you to do something like that for you yeah. like there's got to be love yeah. there's got to be a lot of love yeah. and there's got to be culture and it's got to be a family because people aren't going to give their all and run like they're on fire for someone they don't like. And so it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just so special to have a team that is so close. And even like, the things we do, the little things we do, like movie night on zoom, where we all hop on zoom and watch movies, and we play games and our team calls, we just like, are in stitches laughing, like, even closing out the month, we closed out the month on Zoom, and we were just like crying, like you were like in pain. Yeah. <laughs> we were laughing belly, so belly hard, and we hurts. just like, yeah, yeah, and we just like laugh and love each other's company, and it's just, it's really special. Like people who join the team, they feel it as soon as they they get into our community, and that's just, it's so special that we can create something like that, and I love that, and. I remember also like when I hit 50,000, I remember like to me that was like above and beyond anything I ever could have imagined doing. 50,000 in team volume was like insane. Insane to me. Insane. And I remember feeling like I was unstoppable. Like I remember exactly where I was the night that I hit it. My partner and I we were driving to get sushi to celebrate and I was like I I can take over the world. I can. I believe it. I can do anything, you know? And so it's just so cool with this business. Like you really, you really blow your own mind. And it's, it's incredible the opportunities that are provided to you. Like it really is a compensation plan. No, it's a personal development course with a compensation plan. Like the person I've become and the way I've grown and changed, like some of you say like, thank you for being real. But honestly, like that's, that's what got me through some of my hardest days. I was like, one day I'm going to stand on a stage and I'm going to share this story and I'm going to share the ugly parts and it's going to inspire the heck out of someone. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, like, like I, I, I've been really working on my mindset for a while now, but it really shifted just in 2020. And uh, actually like at the beginning of 2020, my business had almost 
completely collapsed, believe it or not. And I can honestly tell you, it was partly my doing, which is crazy. But I had gotten so negative in my thoughts towards where I was going. I really was like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I can't do this. I had been going after the same goal. When I hit it last month, it had been 22 months. So five months earlier, I'd been going after it for so long. And like, that can do something to you. Like, if you read the Bible, there's a verse that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And that's how I felt. I felt sick at going after the same thing. Every single month on the first of the month, they said, Rena, I'm going for the top. And every single month, she was like, let's do this, girl. And then another month of not hitting it. And so if that's you, if you've been going after the same goal for a long time, I get it. I see you. And I can tell you that the worst thing I was doing was I was getting discouraged. I was getting fearful. I was scared that the little team I had left would fall away as well. And I started operating my business in scarcity and in fear because I didn't want to lose it. And I wasn't trying to be negative. I, I, was, I wanted to protect what I had. I, I love my team and I didn't want to lose them and I didn't want them to fall away and I didn't want them to give up on their dreams. And I wanted to help them and I wanted everyone to be successful. But the thing is like, like without even realizing it, I started operating on a very low energy level. And whether you like it or not, you're not going to attract these people when you're operating down here. And it was a huge aha moment for me when I was watching my, my business, like, like it was in the gutter. I had lost so many people, like so many, I can't even tell you. I had one strong active leg and pretty much everything else had completely quit. And I realized that if I had done that much damage from operating here, how much could I create from operating mm. here? And my aha moment was when I was watching, I was watching UFC and I saw one night, every single winner who got the belt around their waist, they said, I've seen this moment a hundred times. And for me, it was like an aha moment, like huge revelation. I was like, whoa, I haven't seen the moment. What I've seen, what I've been seeing and putting my eyes on is my business falling apart. What if I start putting my eyes on my business exploding, really, really seeing it? Like it may look like it's down here. The fact is here, but what I want and what I'm putting my attention and my energy and my focus and what I'm going to see is up here. And my business did a complete turnaround. January doubled to February, doubled to March, doubled to April, and doubled to May. And in three months, I signed up 32 people, all of which were freaking rock stars. I built a whole new brand team, three new strong, epic legs in my business. And I did it out of gratitude. Instead of fearing what I was going to lose, I started being so grateful for what I had. And I started, I started seeing myself there. Like, I really, really worked to believe it. Like, I sometimes had to say things a million times a day, like always, like, I'm so happy and grateful that I'm the top rank for my company. I'm so happy and grateful that I am an elite leader now. I'm elite now. I'm not elite when I hit it. I'm elite now. I'm worthy now. I'm no less worthy of a person because I haven't hit that rank yet. I am worthy and deserving now. I'm a good leader now. 
I started reversing all those lies that told me I wasn't good enough, I wasn't valuable enough. Why would anyone want to join me because I've been going after the same gold I haven't promoted? Why would anyone want to join me? If I can't promote, they're not going to want to promote. Lies, 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 lies. A story I told myself. And I decided, I wrote down what I wanted and I wrote down my greatest fear. And I decided I, I only get to choose one. And I'm going to have to pick one going forward. Am I going to go after what I want most or am I going to choose my greatest fear and I'm going to quit? And I decided to stop telling myself this story that wasn't serving me. And I started telling myself the truth of what I wanted. So if I can build a story that my team's a dud and everyone's quitting because I said it a million times, I'm going to now write a new story of how I'm attracting ambitious boss women who win in this business, who have success in this business, who are exploding in this business. And I literally created it with my words and with my mind and it happened and I hit it. And the crazy thing is when I hit it, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. <laughs> I love it. I love that I'm here. But the truth is, it feels no different. And the reason why is because I already was elite. I was actually elite in April and in March and in February and January and last year. I already was and you already are. You're already worthy of everything you want and desire now, even before you hit it. And so I just talked a long That's time. That's so really powerful though. Someone. And I remember, I just have to say this, because I, I mean, again, we have history, right? We've, we've been in this game together for so many years. And so we've seen each other through the good, the bad and the ugly. And so many times, cause I know you so well, like you would, you would go into your shell and you would, you would remove yourself. And I would always know, I would always give you your space. And when it got too long, I would say, what's going on? Because I <laughs> needed you to know that I knew that you weren't okay, but I was giving you the respect you needed and the distance that you needed. And every time we would regroup, I would say, Sarah, do you see what happens when you're in this zone? And do you see what happens when you're in that zone? And you started to see it for yourself that, wow, yeah. like I'm equally powerful on both sides of my mindset. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. And I was messing. I'm like, my mind's so powerful. <laughs> I think positively yeah. people join yeah. my business. And I'm like, I did over like a thousand dollars in sales just because I decided I was going to one day and like crazy things would happen. And I, it started to affirm like, wow, I'm so powerful. My mind's so powerful. So if you're so powerful in the good way, you're also so powerful in the bad way. And yeah. again, another Bible verse for you, because I was raised by a good Christian mama. Yeah. Uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so whatever you speak, you will have. Like if you're going to speak death over your business, it's going to start to die. Yeah. And it may take time to wither, but it will. And it was like, I spoke it for so long. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's all dying at once. Like my entire business in like a month has died. And, but it wasn't because I just spoke it once. It's because I was speaking it and believing it for years. Yeah. And I was so fearful and speaking out the fears, but you can't speak and live and work your business out of the fear of losing it. No. You need to live out of abundance and gratitude of where it's going and what's possible. And so I began to build up that, that tree of success by speaking it back in and it, and it grew back up and now it's this rock star tree. And now, <laughs> and now it's on fire and you couldn't stop the train if you tried. And, yeah. and so I want to wrap up on this note because, um, you know, I asked you 
kind of share some of the, the moments that have been really amazing for you. And I have to say, and I said this in a post, but I'm going to say it out there. For me, the most meaningful moment in my career in network marketing, which is eight years this month, was seeing you hit the top rank of the company. Because, you know, there's that expression, right? It's cool when you get there, but it's way better when your team gets there. And it is so, there's so much truth to that. I have chills all over me because you see people that invest so much. You see people that work so hard and they, they struggle, right? We struggle in this business. There's, it's such a roller coaster ride. And I mean, sometimes I feel manic with my upline because I'm like, woo. And he's like, I got you sister. Like, we're like, it's like, it's, you literally feel like sometimes you're high. Sometimes you're on the lowest low and just seeing you shine and, and really step into this place that you're in has really been the source of a lot of joy in my growth because not just because we work together and our businesses are growing together, but because of the transformation, because of seeing you, like you've, you've literally come out of a huge growth season, huge. And I don't think you could ever go back to that old place. I don't think it's possible for you. Yeah, we'll have our moments, but this yeah. overcome was really, really big for you. And it's just such a joy. It's, I love working with you. I mean, this, this last, uh, you know, four months or however long it's been where things have been shut down. And, you know, again, I'm not going to like make any claims or anything like that, but Sarah and Jen and some of the leaders on our team, uh, like you guys led a mission to take what was going on in the world and, and bring good for not only our team, but all of the people that we brought into the organization and our businesses didn't go down during this time, our businesses went up. And I think that's a testament to your leadership and to your mindset and all the work that you've done. And I just wanna honor you. This is such a huge milestone. I don't think sometimes people who aren't in our business, they can't really, they're like, you guys are so weird. You're always so excited and happy and like, oh, gratitude this and positive that. But it's so hard to get to this place. It takes so much, so much. And, and that's why when you finally break through, you deserve every ounce of the income you're earning, of the accolades you're getting, because you had to push through some very difficult moments to get on the other side. And that's just the fact of what we do. So Sarah, I love you like a sister. You're such a good friend. You're an amazing leader on our team and in my life. And I'm just honored to be on this path with you. And just thank you. Thank you for taking the time to share. I know you inspired so many people. People are, I don't know if you can see the comments on your side. No. People are like, thank you, cheers and thank you. And you're amazing. I couldn't do it without you, though. You're my rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> you picked me up so many times. I would be on the Sarah Glover roller coaster, and it was a wild ride, let me tell you. And Rena always picked me up after every ride, patted me on the back. Like, I can't tell you guys, imagine 22 months of someone coming to you and saying, I'm hitting the top rank of the company this month. Let's do this. And every single month, she, like, 
she didn't say like, mm, didn't you say that last month? Like every month she was like, yes, let's go. Come on, game on. Like, and I just knew always like that if I was going for it, she had my back and that she was going to be there for me. And that like into the final moments, you know, like on that last day where you're going to be pushing, like, I can't tell you how many times, like both times for my two of my last biggest promotions, the one that just happened and the one before I had moments where I was like, I don't think this is happening. And she never wavered ever. Like, even when I was like, I don't think this was going to happen. She was like, it's happening. It's on. And it's going to happen faster than you think it will. I was like, it's going to happen at like 11.59 on the last day of the month. She's like, no, it's happening two days early. <laughs> I was like, you're crazy. Like, but like your belief in people doesn't waver. And then it's, you want to like rise to meet your belief, you know? Yeah. Like I honestly, not only would I not be here without you, I wouldn't want to be Neither here without you. Neither would I, you. baby. And I couldn't do it without you. So as much as you're shouting out me, I'm shouting out uh, you. Because it wouldn't happen without you. I love you. you. I love you. And love I, you. we just have to find that picture <laughs> of me <laughs> and you when you hit the last milestone. And we had to wait till the end of the month. And that was yeah. not pretty. So we, we looked crazy. <laughs> we, looked we were both like... <sighs> <laughs> we looked psycho and this month I'm like dude you're 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 not only hitting your goal but you're gonna surpass it by like I think I said 10 or 15 and I think you surpassed it by like 20k or something 20. <laughs> and you're like it's, I don't know and we were talking in emojis like the vomit yeah. emoji <laughs> yeah anyway and now we did it we did it and now we're moving forward and we're helping bring everybody to this moment and it's going to take work and it's going to take grit but we're going to do it and we're going to help everybody yeah. see what they're what they're capable of so yeah oh sarah this was awesome people are loving your story good, so good. much you, positivity everyone. coming your way and uh we'll see you soon everybody thank you